0: You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Take. I am your host, Sean Bingham, Simply the Best Sports Podcast, And what a podcast we have for you today. Congratulations to the Houston Astros. They did it. They are World Series champs for the first time in franchise history. And you know what? That city needed it. That city deserved it. They've been through a lot. And congratulations. I I knew they were going to win it. I said it all along. I did admittedly think that they would win it in six games. It took them to, you know, to go to seven games. But they got it done. And, you you know, they just had too much offensive firepower to not win their entire lineup is dangerous. Um, And Springer, I said Springer needed to be the MVP. He was. He batted 379 for the series, five home runs, seven RBI, eight runs scored. And that's from the leadoff spot that he was doing all of this. And he got walked five times. The guy was on base the entire series. Even, Even a lot of his outs were impressive, like solid hits where it just happened to go right to somebody in the outfield or a line drive to the shortstop. But The guy batted 379 plus got walked five times when he was on base a lot scored eight runs batted in seven and five homers in a seven game series pretty freaking awesome. So congrats to the Houston Astros. I will say this though with having gone to game seven the Dodger fans out there you got to kind of blame your management at least a little bit for this why on earth 10 and 12 Hugh Darvish started game seven, I will never understand. The guy was 10 and 12 on the season. He got absolutely shelled in game three. But you know, the Dodgers, they've been very systematic with their pitching all year. So Hugh Darvish was the guy on full rest. And so that systematic thinking won out when in all reality, it should have been Kershaw or in my opinion, it should have been Wood. Alex Wood had a 2.72 ERA. He was 16 and three on the year. He was very close to full rest. He was one day off from being at full rest, and he pitched like an absolute boss in Game Four. So, I mean, Kershaw's the ace, but as we uh, you know went over the other day, he's historically kind of bad in the postseason. And so, to me, Wood should have absolutely started. I think that game goes very differently uh, if he starts. In fact, you you could almost argue that the Dodgers would have won, but. Either way, um, Astros are world champs. I'd be interested in what you Dodger fans think. Were you, were you upset that Hugh Darvish started? I mean, the guy didn't even go two innings in either game that he pitched in the World Series. I, I just don't know why he was in the rotation twice and a guy like Wood was not. Very, very odd. Um, Westgate Sportsbook has already come out with their favorites for next year, and Dodger fans, you'll be happy to hear that the Dodgers are the favorites to win it all next year. Five to one odds followed by the Astros and Indian Indians at six to one. My Washington Nationals at seven to one. We got a new manager so hopefully that can do something we can get out of the first round. Um, Yankees at eight to one Red Sox and Cubs at 10 to one. the Tigers, the Detroit Tigers have the worst odds according to the Westgate Sportsbook in Las Vegas at 300 to one odds. So again, Uh, Dodgers, the favorites Astros, Indians, nationals, Yankees, Red Sox, and Cubs all kind of right there in the mix. So we will see, um, now to the NBA, the Cavs have lost three in a row by 15 or more points for the first time in LeBron James's career since his rookie season. So that's 14 years ago is the last time LeBron experienced a three game losing streak by 15 or more points each game. They've actually lost four in a row, not all four by 15 straight, but the last three have been. Ironically, I still think they're fine. I still think they'll win the East. They got to figure out why on earth they have Dwayne Wade on their team. I know he's old. I know he's not quite what he used to be, but the dude is only averaging 7.7 points per game. He's only playing maybe 20 minutes. I feel like they got to get a little bit more out of him. They got to figure out that Corver, Wade. And Jr. Smith rotation a little bit better, and they need Isaiah Thomas back. But I think they'll be fine. Um, we'll see. So, just a quick thing on the NBA there today. Though, what I want to focus for the next you know five six minutes on is my midseason NFL MVP. So, I'm curious what you guys think. And it's got to go to a quarterback, right? I mean, is there is there any more position or excuse me, is there any position in all of sports more important than quarterback? I I just don't think any other position in any sport comes even close to the importance that quarterback comes. So in my opinion, it it should almost always go to a quarterback, and it almost always does. I looked it up. 22 of the last 30 MVPs were quarterbacks. The other eight were all running backs. This is in the last 30 years, and there was actually um, two years where there were co-MVPs. One of the years was with Barry Sanders, so he's one of the eight. Thurman Thomas, Emmitt Smith, Terrell Davis— Marshall Falk, Sean Alexander, Ladanian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson. Those are the eight those are all-time great running backs. Those are Hall of Famers that had 2000 plus yards seasons. Um so yeah, when you have a guy like that, you know, then yeah, you you give it to to a running back. But for the most part, it goes to a quarterback. I would say it's Tom Brady, but you know, what's interesting is that the Patriots they went 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. They went 3 and 1 with Garoppolo and Brissett, and we see what Jacoby Brissett's able to do with the Colts. So while I love Brady, and I am vocal about him being the GOAT, the greatest of all time, I don't think I could give my midseason MVP to him because winning is the most important thing. You play to win the game. And and the Patriots just win. You know, They just win, with or without him. Unfortunately, they've shown that they can win now when they went 11 and 5 ironically that year they did not even make the playoffs it was one of the few teams in history to have that good of a record and not make the playoffs but still i mean you're looking at that sample size i mean technically he started game one uh you know but still they went 11 and 5 he got injured in the first game of the season so well that win doesn't go to matt castle it actually goes to brady but castle played a large portion of that game and then he played the rest of the season so 11 and 5 plus 3 and 1 so 14 and 6 without him i mean isn't that isn't that crazy to think about i still think he's the greatest of all time because of his clutch performances because of because of his his super bowl wins because of his playoff stats coupled with his regular season wins and regular season stats his leadership ability his longevity i can go on and on why he's the greatest of all time but i'm not going to give him my mvp my mvp comes down to he, he would be he would finish in third by the way right now he if i were voting i would vote for tom brady in, in, at third place Second place, it pains me to say this, but I would have to give it to Carson Wentz. I'm a, I'm a Redskins fan. I'm a diehard Redskins fan. So to admit that and give it to a rival in our division is tough. But the Eagles are 7-1 and one right now. They're alone in the NFL at 7-1, and one, tops in the league. And they were 7-9 and nine each of the last two years, which means halfway through the season, they've already matched their win total. For the last for last season and the season before that, so Carson Wentz he's only in his second year. He has absolutely turned this franchise around. He's a winner. He's humble. He's extremely talented. He's a leader, and he's he's changed the culture in Philadelphia. Um, there's a lot of football left to be played, but like I say, you know, right now I'd have to give him second place over Tom Brady. His stats, by the way, one hundred one point six passer rating, which is seventh in the league. 19 touchdowns, which is first in the league, tied with uh, Deshaun Watson. Only five interceptions, 2,063 yards passing, which is third, and he even has over 200 yards rushing. Carson Wentz is a stud, I, and I hate to admit it. I think he's a stud. He's really, really good. So he finishes in second place, uh, slightly behind my midseason MVP, who is trrr, Alex Smith. Alex Smith finishes as my MVP, why? Why? Because the Chiefs are 6-2, they look dangerous, they look like they could actually potentially win a playoff game against maybe even the Patriots. Yes, I said it, they could even win a game in the playoffs against the Patriots. He has 2,181 yards passing, second only to Tom Brady. He has 16 touchdowns, 0 interceptions. Let me say that again, Alex Smith has 0 interceptions and 16 touchdowns. He has a 69.1 uh, completion rate, and that's third in the league. Chiefs are 6-2. and, two, six and two. He's got 154 yards rushing and a touchdown to go with it. And his passer rating is a 115.4, which is first place in the NFL by a long shot. My NFL MVP at this point in the season is Alex Smith, second place Carson Wentz, third place Tom Brady, but we're only halfway there we got to see what these guys can do the rest of the year. You've got guys like Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Russell Wilson, who are like having stellar seasons. Um, Russell Wilson could get in the mix around fourth place or so. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette are phenomenal talents, both rookies, by the way. But they're running backs, and it's just harder to have that same incredible impact at the running back position. I, I think, though, that Leonard Fournette would probably finish fifth, if I were voting, Leonard Fournette is is also kind of making the the Jags a much better team than they have been in the, in the past. So, but you know, just like I said yesterday with with Alabama and Georgia, I don't think that Alabama, that Georgia's the better team, but I do think right now they're deserving of the number one spot. That's how I feel about uh, you know this MVP race. I'm not necessarily saying that Carson Wentz and Alex Smith are better players than Tom Brady or that I would rather have them come playoff time than Tom Brady. I would absolutely take Tom Brady. But you got to give the MVP to the guy who's having the best season, making the biggest impact on a great team. And I think the order goes Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady. That's it for today. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Tank. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports.